wouldn't you just love to have a personal trainer in your pocket? Someone to show you exactly how to perform each and every exercise at the gym and do it properly with the correct form. Don't you just wish that you knew what and how to cook delicious recipes and meals to help you achieve your fitness goals? Wouldn't it be just amazing if you could spend time asking a qualified personal trainer and nutrition consultant how to achieve your health goals instead of going to Facebook and asking all the Sallys and Karens when they haven't got a goddamn clue on how to achieve your goals? Better yet, wouldn't it be just incredible to be a part of a like-minded community to help you stay accountable and boost you on the days that you're not feeling your best? If you answered yes to any or all of those questions, then Team Sarah B is where you need to be. Join Team Sarah B membership before the end of April and get your first month half price. All the information that you need on how to join and what's included is in the description below or simply get in touch with me to find out more. Welcome back to The Anxious Personality with me Sarah B from Team Sarah B. Please screenshot this before we get started, share it on your social media, please do tag me at Coaching with Sarah B, it helps more than you know and I appreciate it so so much. So this week, um, I've done a lot of focusing on my uni work. So for anyone that doesn't know, I am currently studying a bachelor's degree with honours. I think you only get the honours if you get like a first or a second. But anyways, I'm studying a bachelor's degree in health sciences. And what that means is I can go more down a health route, like, you know, it could be much more body and essentially be the groundwork of me becoming a nurse, which is not what I want to do or what I plan on doing. I hate needles for one. Um, but I can either go down that route, much more down the, the the physical health route, or can go down more kind of the mental health and psychology route. And so far, um, I've done two years out of six. And last year was very much around the health route. It was a lot of um about the body and there's a lot of chemistry and I really hate chemistry. I don't mind biology, I absolutely love biology, learned about the body and muscles and, and all that kind of jazz. Like anything about the body, biology wise, I absolutely freaking love it. But last year was a lot of chemistry and oh god, it was so difficult. This year I've chosen more about psychology. And it has been more inter- interesting, but um, the last two years of uni has been very much about investigating. So it's been about um, creating, well, not creating, but about experiments and things like that and analysing data and results and all that kind of thing. It's really not what I want to do, to be honest, but, you know, it's part of the course. I've got to do it and I know that it will probably come in helpful in the last like year or two when I've got to write a god knows how many word dissertation um, and I will probably use it then but in day-to-day life and moving forward outside of uni I probably ain't ever going to use it so for one that's made it quite difficult because when you're not passionate about something you just don't have the motivation for it and that's kind of part of what I'm going to talk about this week but um 
yeah, I've had to do this assignment this week. I am off to Dublin next week. I'm going to see Ed Sheeran. I cannot wait. Already seen him twice already. I freaking love the guy. Sorry, Ashley, the husband. But Ed Sheeran, he, oh, yeah, just, mm. anywho, moving on. Um, so I'm hoping to, to like pre-plan and record a podcast for you guys before I leave, but I can't promise that it will be done. So, um, just because I've got to get this assignment done and obviously I now have to consider work, um, at the gym as well. So I'm hoping to get it done, but if it's not, you please just bear with me. I will only miss just one week and then I'll be back on it the week after. Um, so I just wanted to let you guys know about that as well. Um, so I've been doing this um uni assignment this week. Uh the deadline is whilst I'm away, so I'm trying to get it done before I go. So I've literally got like four days to finish it off. I've blasted through it today, still got references to do, which are an absolute ball egg. I hate referencing. Um, but I've sent it to my proofreader, aka my dad. Um, and he's gonna read it over the next couple of days. So then on Thursday I can just make some tweaks and I'll submit it and forget about it. Then I've got one more assignment to go, and then I'm free for the summer. Cannot wait. Um, no more uni assignments over my head for at least the summer, anyways, and there'll be more time and energy and space within my um days to give more to you guys and give more to my um wonderful clients so on that note obviously like I said when you are doing something that just you really are not passionate about it takes a lot of effort to actually like sit down and and do it or like to actually take action on it because it's not something that you necessarily want to do but it's kind of like a means to an end for achieving something that you actually want to achieve and that you want to get done um and there's always going to be things in life that you don't want to do or it's not particularly enjoyable and um that doesn't mean that the majority of life should be like that just an FYI the majority of life should feel and be enjoyable it should be happy and joyous and full of love and and um excitement and pleasure like that's what the majority of life should be like and if you have been told otherwise which a lot of us probably have been then um I just implore you to do the work and almost unlearn that conditioning and relearn new conditioning because it's such a sad life essentially I've been there I've done it I used to live that way but it is a bit of a sad life to um feel like things have got to be really hard and difficult to be rewarded with things that are good um it does it shouldn't be so intense you know even 50 50 that's like even still pushing it you know I would say more like 80 20 80% of the time you should be loving life you should feel energized happy joyous loving celebratory excited and generally like literally loving life and then there is the 20% of the time that you know things you might have to do things that are not so great some things that happen might not feel that great even though everything happens for a reason they might not feel great at the time um, and that's okay but 
if you are struggling to find that 80-20 balance of, you know, the majority of your life feeling incredible and and just like you can't wait to to live life kind of thing, um, that is something that I implore you to kind of look at and and really work on um that conditioning of unlearning unlearning that conditioning and relearning new thought patterns and new behaviours of enjoying every single day and just kind of taking those little hits of things that aren't so great every now and then. So some things are going to be out of our control and, well, yeah, no, a lot of things are out of our control, but in terms of the 20% that are not so great, a lot of the time it's out of our control. Majority of the time it's out of our control, you know, it could be that, you know, someone pulls out on you and you end up in a, in a car accident, you know, it could be completely out of your control and that's, you know, an inconvenience, it's not great, you know, you're probably not going to be loving life in that scenario, um, you know, unfortunately in life people do die, um, you know, things like, you know, your flight might get cancelled, like there are things that are going to happen in life in that 20% that aren't going to feel great. And are completely out of your control. Again, in that 20%, you're going to have things in your day-to-day life. Maybe it's at work. Maybe it's at home. Maybe it's within friendships and relationships that just don't feel great. You know, so in terms of work, there might be a part of your job that you don't like. There might be a specific person who you work with that you might not get along with as much as the other members of staff and colleagues that you work with at home it might be that you know you really absolutely despise having to do the washing up it might be that you despise doing the dusting and hoovering but they need to get done so that you can live in a nice clean house and the house floors in uh, in harmony you know in relationships it might be that you don't necessarily enjoy um I don't know, relationships is a hard one to be honest because if you've got the right boundaries in place and you know your self-worth, in fairness, you don't really have to do anything or be with anyone or spend time with anyone who you don't necessarily feel great around. Um, But, you know, say for example, parents or grandparents, they have a lot more conditioning than what we do and they might have a lot of different views to what, what you do. In which case, you might find it almost um, like a bit of a growing phase and um, a learning curve, spending time with them. And it does take energy and things like that. Um, So therefore, you know, you might not feel amazing because they might have different money values. They might say things that trigger you when they talk about, you know, politics or whatever, which um, a lot of like the older generation do. They are all things that you can't control. You can't control what other people think, do and feel. You can't control other people's behaviours. Unfortunately, you can't really, to a certain extent, control um, the things that your job entails that you are in right now. So, and that's part of that 20% that, you know, you might not be loving life and it might be a bit like, oh God, like really got to drag, you kind of drag your feet with it because you just don't enjoy it. It's not something that you want to get up in the morning and go, yes, I'm going to do this today. Um, And I want to share with you some of 
my kind of top tips to help you overcome anything in life really that doesn't give you that excitement it doesn't give you that get up and go it doesn't give you that um loving life feeling anything that feels a bit like a drag it feels a bit like oh god like I've really got to muster up and force myself to do this um bit bit much like I have been with my essay this week I've literally had to force myself to sit down and be like if I don't do it now in this time slot I'm really gonna struggle to actually get it done and get a good mark like without like massively rushing it so I think my first and foremost top tip is time blocking like like I just said allocate time for those things that you don't really like to do and you can then almost like gear yourself up far and be like right okay this is when I'm going to sit down and do this this is when I'm going to um do the housework this is when I'm gonna I'm gonna do this like because it requires more energy from me so I'm not going to do it after work because I'm I'm not going to have the mental capacity to do it um you know it might be that I'm not going to do it after um I've just come off for night shifts because I'm still going to be recuperating with my sleep you know you can look at your time and figure out what does the the action that you don't really want to do what is it what does it require of you then you can compare that with the other things that you've got in your diary what else other things have you got in that week and slot it in where it's going to be most convenient where are you likely to have the mental capacity the physical capacity the energy to tackle this action that you don't really want to do that's the first thing you can do time blocking is so effective um i personally use my um google app so i use my google calendar everything goes in there and when you put it in in the google calendar you can colour coordinate things. So anything that's work related, um, you know, whether it's a shift at the gym, whether it's PT, whether it's mindset calls, um, anything that's work or client related goes in yellow. Anything that's like a meeting or, a, you know, for example, I've got house things to do, like, you know, I've got a Sophia coming around on Thursday. It's not for me. It's for the person who's buying the house. They're coming around on Thursday. Um you know, I've got solicitor things, phone calls, mortgage appointments, things like that. They've all gone in um, blue. Um, anything that's self-care goes in red. Um, I have a client who uses pink. She uses pink for her self-care things. So that's things like my own gym sessions. That's things like my nail appointment, my waxing appointment. Um, if I block out um, my self-care, like if I decide, you know what, actually... I'm going to book myself in with Ashley to give me a massage. Um, It'll go in red. And the reason I use red for that is because it's like, right, well, that cannot be moved. That's mine. I'm not going to book over it. Um, And it it has to get done. Um, You know, you might use like, so I have clients who come for massages themselves. So I keep my hand in with the, my beauty um, industry, my beauty training so I have clients who come for massages, they go in like a, a purpley colour because it's like lavender, massage, lavender, you know, the connection there. Um, so I have a colour for every single thing that I need to do. Um, 
and I block out all the things that have to be done. So I have to um, go to work. I have to make time for my clients. I have to make time for myself and my own training. Um, I have to take Bailey out for a walk. You know, there's all those things that I have to be accounted for. And then anything else that goes on top of that, like my uni assignment, I'm like, right, what extra um, space do I have available? What extra time is there available in my diary? Now, I have a cut-off point. Again, this is part of my um, self-care, but it doesn't need blocking out. So my like working day, if you will, unless I'm working a late shift at the gym, my working day will finish at around half five six o'clock normally and that's when I will make our food for the evening and I normally make enough to make like dinner for the next day lunch if you're one of those people that says lunch and dinner whatever um so and then we sit down and we'll we'll watch Netflix and kind of like that's my chill out for the evening um and that's when kind of my my evening routine begins to be honest um so I know actually I finish work at two on Tuesday. This is an example. This isn't actually true, <laughs> but I finish at two o'clock on Tuesday. So then I can come home um, and I can do an hour of um, content creation. Um, then we'll take Bailey out for like an hour, an hour and a half, whatever. Um, I might come back and um, do some more content, content creation upload some recipes to team Sarah B like you know I can I can um coordinate my time like that and then come six o'clock I know I'll be making our food and then we'll sit be sitting down to watch Netflix and just chill a little bit ready for winding down to bed and getting prepared for the next day but then at my weekends again unless I'm working will generally be completely free in which case I know Saturdays we have a bit more of a chill day, like it's pretty much just anything goes on a Saturday, depending on the vibe. And we actually came to a conclusion uh, last weekend that if we have like a lazy morning and we stay in bed, watch TV in bed, have a hot drink, whatever, then get up and make breakfast, that massively sets the tone for the day. And we like feel quite sluggish and like, oh, I can't really bother doing anything today. It's a bit of a non-day, which is fine. But when we've got shit to do, it doesn't really, um, it doesn't help. Like that really doesn't help, which again goes to show the power of setting your intention for the day. So although I might have a lie-in on a Saturday, I won't lie in bed once I'm awake and watch TV and like have that sluggish start to the day. I'll have a lie-in, but when I naturally wake up at whatever, eight o'clock, nine o'clock maybe if I've had a real lie-in I'll get up I'll get up I'll make the bed I'll go downstairs and we'll have a chill morning in front of the telly in the front room we'll have our cooked breakfast we'll watch um we're currently watching Big Mouth on Netflix which I'm oh, obsessed with um I'm gonna be so gutted once we've finished it um but it's still a really chill vibe but because I've actually physically got out of bed it makes a difference but because my weekends are not jam-packed with like this, that and the other that needs doing, I know I'm going to have the mental and energetic capacity to do the things I don't really want to do because it's not confined to I've got an hour. 
Now that works for me. For yourself, it might be completely different. You might work better under that time constraint of I've got an hour, right? I need to get this done. I did kind of do that yesterday in all fairness. So yesterday I was like, right, I'm going to do an hour and I'm going to get at least 200 words written. And then we're going to take the dog out for a walk and then I'm going to come back and I'm going to write some more, blah, blah, blah. Anyways, in that hour, I wrote like 386 words. So I went above and beyond what I wanted to actually do in that hour. And that felt absolutely amazing because then when we took the dog for a walk, I was like, oh, I feel like the pressure's kind of taken off a little bit. And when we came back, I was quite tired to be fair. So I didn't actually write any more words but I already knew I'd done more than what I'd expected of myself in that hour, so it was fine. And I actually found by giving myself that goal, which was so achievable, writing 200 words in an hour's time slot is beyond achievable. But when you can't be asked or you don't like what you what you need to do, it can take you a lot longer than expected because you kind of drag your feet a little bit. Once you get going with it, you'll probably find that you get into a momentum. I'm the same with the housework. I'm like, oh God, right, okay, the kitchen needs cleaning. Once I get going, within 15 minutes, I've got my music on, I've got the Dettol out, and and then I'm doing the whole freaking house. So you'll find it's just a case of, right, I'm setting this time, this is my allocated slot, this is what I want to achieve, like bare minimum, chances are you'll probably go above and beyond just because you'll get into that momentum of just like, right, let's just get it done. Um, the other thing that you can do is, like I say, give yourself a like reward after the time slot. Now, if health and fitness is kind of like one of your goals at the minute, uh, I mean, to be fair, I would never, ever, ever really reward yourself with food because that's going to end up in a real poor habit and really poor conditioning. Rewarding yourself with food is like treating yourself like your dog. You reward your dog for good behaviour when you're training it. When I was training Bailey, when he was a puppy, if he sat when I told him to sit, he would get food. When he lies down, he gets food. When he comes back to me when we're on a walk, he gets food. You know, he's rewarded with food. You are not a dog. Therefore, do not reward yourself with food for achieving something. Like, reward yourself with time doing something that you enjoy whether that's you know a hot drink whether that's like I was like reward myself with going out with Bailey I enjoy being outside that was my reward you know I use rewards in the gym on days when I really can't be bothered and I'll go right okay I'll go I'll do at least half an hour on my shoulders or legs or whatever and then I'm going to go and sit in the jacuzzi in the steam room because that's going to be my reward by the time I've actually trained, I'm like, oh, I can't really be bothered going to the jacuzzi or the steam room now. However, tricking my brain into having a reward at the end makes me go and do the things that I can't be bothered to do at that time. Um, so make sure you've got something in, in terms of a reward that you can utilise to essentially trick your brain into thinking, right, okay, well, we'll do this and then we get the good thing afterwards. And it, it speaks to your inner child a little bit because most of us, when we're younger, our parents would say, if you do well on this test, we will celebrate and reward you with whatever. Um, You know, 
Um, if you don't scream and shout whilst we go and do the shopping at the supermarket, we can have this for tea. Or, you know, parents quite often do use food as a um as a reward system. Um, it's not the only reward system, but we are conditioned um, and our inner child is conditioned to have a reward for doing something that we don't necessarily want to do. So it, it does trick our brain and it speaks to that conditioning really well. So use time blocking and use um, a reward system. Um, and there was a third tip, which I've totally just like lost my tra- train of thought because now I'm talking about food. <laughs> um, but... The third thing that you can do is, the third thing you can do is to just simply remind yourself of the long-term gain. So for me, for example, with my uni work, yeah, it's not really been the kind of thing that I want to be learning, investigating, doing experiments. Like I'm never going to use it again other than in a university getting my degree context. But when I think of the long-term gain in terms of in four years' time, when I've got my degree and I've learned everything I need to, to learn, I know that I'm going to get, you know, a first or a second in my university degree. I know that I'm going to have learned so much more about the body and the mind that I can then utilise and help my clients with in a more in-depth understanding um so I know the long-term benefits of me completing this module as painful as it's been I've reminded myself at each and every step when I've been like oh for god's sake like why am I doing this I've reminded myself actually you're doing this because you're passionate about helping other people you're passionate about giving the most to your clients you're passionate about being able to understand the mind and body in so much depth that you can literally be as much of an expert as possible within this field. The, the The research is always obviously continuing and I will always obviously continue to learn more and do more and, and grow because the more I put into myself, the more I can give to my clients. And that reminder in itself and attaching what you don't want to do with the long-term gain of the thing that you're passionate about um or that you you want to achieve from it will spur you on it as well so having your set time having your reward system in place and reminding yourself of the long-term gains from it will always as a trio you're basically just going to like power through everything that you really don't want to do not saying it's going to make it like easier it just means that you're probably going to get it done so much quicker um and in that regard in just as an example um in terms of like work if you are you know working with somebody who you know it's not your favorite staff member you could be like you know what actually i'm just going to get through this one shift and at the end of this shift which is your time blocking at the end of this shift or the end of this working day whatever kind of work you do you can be like, do you know what? I'm going to go home and I'm going to have the most amazing meal. Like, this is what I've got planned for my tea or my dinner, wherever you are in the world, whatever you call it. And that will spur you on. 
you know, thinking about the fact that you have then got um, a day tomorrow or whatever with without that person or thinking about your paycheck at the end of the month, like whatever it is that spurs you on to be there. Same with if you've got an aspect of work that you just really don't like doing because it's like, you know, harder or it's monotonous and boring, whatever. Break it down into chunks like I did with my words. You know, I've got an hour here, so I'm going to do 200 words, right? Boom, you could got, you've got an hour before you get up and you go and make a brew and go and have a break from the computer, whatever. I'm going to get this amount of work done and then I'm going to come back to it. You know, it might be that um, your long-term reward with that is that you're going for a promotion. It might be that actually this is going to help you gain more experience so that you can go for a different job and sidestep or you know, there are different things and it will depend on you as an individual what works. But if you can combine all three together in some way, shape or form, that is going to be like a fire trio that will help you get through the most boring aspects in that 20%. Remember, 80% of your life should be celebrated. 80% of your life should be you absolutely loving life. It should be you being passionate. It should be you celebrating. It should be you filled with love and joy and happiness and excitement um, and living life, essentially. So please do let me know um, how these three tips have helped you. Um, Which ones do you do already? Which ones are you going to put into place moving forward? Um, Obviously, like I say, please do screenshot this, pop it on your social media. I love to know who's listening so that I can connect with you um, on a more personal level. Um, But thank you so much for spending this time with me. As always, I super, super appreciate it. Please do um, give me a follow, like this episode and subscribe and do not forget to hit the notification button and to make sure that you never, ever, ever miss an episode. Um, I will try my best to pre-record an episode for next week before I go to Dublin but um, the way that my schedule is looking with my time blocking, I can't promise it. I'm really going to be strapped for time to record it but if I do get recorded um obviously you will get a notification if you press the notification button um but if not it will be um just the week later so I will be back don't worry it'll just be one week that I miss but thank you so much and I will see you very very soon